Welcome to I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom from Dollar Shave Club, where we explain something very complicated in mere minutes to occupy your brain while you shave. In this edition, we'll be answering the question, why can't we hibernate through the winter? As explained by someone who sounds smart because he's British. Most of us have wondered, while hitting snooze for the third time on some frigid January morning, why we can't just sleep through winter the way some animals do. The answer, as ever, has to do with our evolution. Our distant, distant ancestors evolved in the tropical climate of Central Africa, a place that required no hibernating from any of its animals. Since humans only started to spread out into places that actually had a winter in the last 100,000 years or so, we've never developed the need to sleep through it. How come we didn't start hibernating once we reached all those dumb cold places? Well, by that time we had things like fire, clothes, shelter, agriculture, all things that are far more effective at helping us survive cold temperatures than hibernation. If it helps, think of it like this. Other animals rolled over and submitted to winter, sleeping quietly through it and hoping to survive till spring. We kicked winter's ass. Yeah! But in that case, why am I always so much more sleepy in winter? We get the urge to hibernate, or at least sleep until noon, because there's less light during the winter months. Light suppresses the production of melatonin by the brain's pineal gland, melatonin being the hormone that regulates sleep. The less light we're exposed to, the more melatonin is produced, and the more we want to crawl under the covers and curl up in a tiny quivering ball. So, does all this mean that hibernation is impossible for humans? There's no definitive answer to that, but scientists are very curious to find out. Certainly some people have made it seem possible, albeit accidentally. Japan's Mitsutaka Uchikoshi, for example, he was lost on a mountain and missing for 24 days, surviving only by going into what doctors compared to a state of suspended animation, or if you prefer, hibernation. Despite his organs shutting down and his body temperature dropping to 71 degrees, he made a full recovery. And is this an experience we want to replicate? In a way, yes. It's especially of interest to people working in the field of space exploration. Why build a ship that can hold enough supplies for a trip of four years, if, say, we were going to one of Saturn's moons, when you could have the crew hibernate for the majority of that time? Hibernation is pretty much the only way we'd be able to explore further than the lifespan of the average human, which at current speeds wouldn't take us much beyond the edge of our solar system. The biggest problem is we're not really sure how hibernation actually works, or even how we'd go about putting someone into that state. Can't we just, you know, uh, drug people? That may well be how it ends up working. In 2005, researchers at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center in Seattle managed to induce hibernation in mice using large doses of hydrogen sulfide gas. The mice had a drastically reduced body temperature and their metabolisms were completely shut down. Yet once the gas was removed, they returned to normal. As you can imagine, however, they want to run one or two further tests before trying this out on humans. So in the meantime, I'm not getting out of tomorrow's 6am meeting, am I? No. And it's your turn to bring coffee and pastries. Ah, uh, being human sucks! Tune in next time for more I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom. And in the meantime, head to dollarshaveclub.com for more podcasts and a big old pile of grooming products.